welcome to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey. My microphone is turned the correct way this time. Um, and I am, jo- oh, Megan Connolly is checking to make sure hers is on. Megan, hello. You are reporting live from a terrible hangover. How are you feeling? Not good. Not good whatsoever. And this was an unexpected hangover. This yeah. was one where I went to bed and said, I, I feel okay. I feel all right. You even and were I, like, you remember going to bed. Oh, yeah. I took my makeup off. That's oh, a big then you deal. If you take your makeup off, you shouldn't be hungover. That's the I rules. think that should be a, raw, a law. Those are the rules. Because that means for the men listening or the um, people that don't wear makeup listening, that you were sober enough to take your makeup off. This has been coming yeah. up. Like, you know, there's a, there's a phrase called pump and dump that, like, if you drink a lot, you're supposed to, like, dump your breast milk. Um I do you unfor- do that? I unfortunately have not been able to get drunk enough to need to to dump. Um, but my sister-in-law, hope I'm not putting her on blast, was like, if you are sober enough to pump, you do not need to dump. <laughs> no, that I've, I've actually heard that before. So I think that's, if you can remember feeding your baby or if you yeah. can feed your baby, then the baby's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, don't have a baby here, but I... Um, you are the baby. I have a headache like I have a baby right now you are the baby and I don't mean that mean I mean like you are in need and I think your husband should take care of you all day yeah I'm with you I have a meeting after this so that's a little bit of an eye-opener but my husband told me I was being very dramatic and said you're not allowed to cry when you're hungover (laughs) I think you are which I think is probably a good rule but I really wanted to cry this morning so I did a little bit I was just doing the dramatic and then I had the I got up because you know when you're really hungover you just like are really hot and then Uh, suddenly really cold and then really hot again so I moved to the couch and then got up to go back to the bed and realized this is it this is it should I just swallow my pride and puke oh I I did I swallowed my pride this is it. I'm going to die. Um, yeah, I was shocked to see you in a sweatshirt, but with the fan on. Conflicting yes. reports there. <laughs> I have a cup of coffee. I have a Gatorade bottle with electrolytes in it. I have like 17 drinks. Just... You're going to be good. You're going to be good. Yeah, we're um, going to get through this podcast because we have a lot of exciting things to talk about I today. know. I missed you last week. Um, I'm hoping you had a lovely 4th of July week. Yeah, I don't remember what I did now for 4th of July. Oh, I was in San Diego. Yeah, you were surfing. And I went surfing. Yeah, it was very fun. Can't wait for my next lesson. Um, I think I'm going to have to move to the West Coast because I want surfing to be my new hobby. My brother-in-law moved to an entire new neighborhood because he surfs so often now. Wow. Yeah, moved west. So you had your your whole family... The Gailey clan was all out in California. Conrad went to his first Dodgers game, and I believe the Dodgers won. The Dodgers did win, and Mookie Betts hit a leadoff home run right to our section. Oh, my God. Conrad, um, my friend was supposed to bring the little headphones, and she forgot them. So Conrad (laughs) mostly spent his first Dodgers game down in, like, where there was like a little play area and other dads and, and moms and stuff. Um, but yeah, those home run seats at Dodger Stadium, they are so fun. I bet, especially with this Dodgers team. Absolutely. And they're hitting them there. Um, but yeah, it was Filipino Heritage Night. The most Filip- I have to imagine there were more Filipinos at 
Dodger Stadium than there were in Manila that night. So many Filipinos, so many fun outfits, fun babies. Um, my, I was with five people who was their first Dodgers game. No, I guess. Yeah, five people, including Conrad. And Well, actually, our nanny came, so six people. And we had the best time. My nieces loved it. They got Dodgers shirts, Dodgers hats, Dodgers foam fingers. like, And they're Nationals fan, but the Nationals are really bad. And so yeah. I was like, you know what? You can have an East Coast and a West Coast team. And this is classic colors, Colts colors. Come on into the Dodgers fold. Yeah, the Dodgers are a great team to jump on the bandwagon with. And you jumped on the Dodgers bandwagon. So yes. I think you can allow your nieces to do the I, same. I've opened up the door. Oh, my God. So they did a kiss camp. I have a photo of this that I will find. Um, that's my reaction to it. They did a kiss cam, and they opened up on two hot women making out. <laughs> like, I love that. Really hot. Like, the stadium went wild. Wow. Yeah. I think great. kiss cam should do that more often. It was great. Like That's how we change the fan experience because there's a lot of talk about, you know, TV so good. Not a lot of people go to games anymore. Fan experience can be completely changed with live betting in your seat and girl kiss cam. I would say just like same sex, same sex kiss cam across the board. I'll watch two hot men make out. Hey, listen, yeah. I'll watch two ugly men make out. Okay. <laughs> in this year, 2022. Um, okay. We do have lots to get into. So should we start with our moron of the week? Yeah, let's start with moron of the week. And then we have, a, there's a lot of gossip going on. As everybody yeah. heard, um, Zach Wilson is sleeping with moms, which mm-hmm. is great for you, Megan, as a mother. So yeah. this is exciting news. Um, and then uh, we're going to get to some drama with Derek Jeter going on and A-Rod. And um, we got Jackson Mahomes is back in our world. There, there's so much to get to. But we'll start with the moron of the week. I will go first. Um, this was aired multiple times on ESPN. ESPN Mm. is my moron of the week. They ran this quote that John Morant allegedly said, it's not a real quote. It said, if you put Michael Jordan in today's game, he's just another superstar. You have me, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, and then guys like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Kawhi Leonard. It's not just about one superstar. It's a bunch of guys. The problem with this quote is that it's not real. Not and real. ESPN ran this quote that came from at Ballsack Sports. Yes. Not only did ESPN run this once, but then during the Summer League broadcast of the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Orlando Magic, the announcers continued to talk about this. Like, I can't believe Ja would say that. It's right. like, guys, this came from ball sack sports. Yeah. And the, here's so ball it's sack, not real. Ball sack, I love saying it. Ball sack sports has been has been quoted not just by ESPN, by like serious periodicals. Like, and I think what's going on with it, CJ, my husband, who, you know, works in this world, um, he he kind of likes ball sack sports because he's like, what they do is they make it seem real enough that it could like it's not like he said, oh, there's a bunch of other and then listed guys that aren't good. It's like this feels yeah. like he could have maybe said this um, and they pass it off as truth. And it's like you see how far um, the media has fallen that it's like we're not even vetting this now. 
Not even a little bit. Like, no. You could just look at the handle and go, John Morant said what? Wait, let me check where this came from. Yeah. Oh, ball sack sports? Probably not real. Let's um, not run it on Sports Center. Let's not talk about it on national television. So, ESPN, you are my moron of the week. How the mighty have fallen. And ball sack sports run by a college student. So, he's. He's tricking them all. Um, okay, so mine is also sports-related. I'm really proud of us. I was going to do a travel-related one because I did have my first trip um, over this past weekend, but I said no one needs me to get on here and be a Karen. Um, I will say before I get Save into that my, for Megan Connolly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say before I get into my real one, I get if you're not going to clean up your dog's poop. I don't have a dog. I don't understand how difficult it is to clean up the poop. But please don't let them shit on the sidewalk. And if they shit on the sidewalk, kick it to the side. If you're not going to pick it up, kick it to the side. Because now I've got a stroller and my wheels are rolling over shit everywhere. Oh, that, and I'm not and happy. especially in warm climates this time of year, like dog poop. <clears throat> in the winter, you know, it, it, it's great. a little different. But in the summer, that's not a, not a good look. There's no winter in LA. I know. I'm just, kick, yeah. kick the shit to the side. Okay. Okay. So my morn of the week is a man by the name of James Melville, who tweeted, two sporting icons, two different eras, but there was one huge similarity between Muhammad Ali and Novak Djokovic. They stuck to their principles even when the world was trying to shut them down. They have both transcended sport with their bravery when under fire. Sir... Shut the fuck up. Muhammad Ali and Novak Djokovic have nothing in common besides the fact that you put them in a tweet together. Muhammad Ali boycotting a war of a country that did not recognize him as a human being for 100 years is not the same as Novak Djokovic refusing to have a vaccine that is purely helpful to others around him. Um, so the, the mentions were dragging him. The re, the, he got ratioed. So he is other people's more another week too, but it's like Muhammad Ali, like, it's just so annoying and stupid. And I don't know if listeners will remember, I got into it with Djokovic fans on Twitter and it was, <laughs> people said they felt bad for my you child. Did. So these people are deranged and I can't, I won't stop. I can't, I, it's like, I know the stove is hot and I keep touching it because they're, they're not only morons, they're also mentally ill. So those are my mentally ill morons of the week. So now you have Twitter beef with Djokovic fans, Steelers fans. Well, and who else? I had to delete a lot of my Steelers tweets when I went to work for a certain league. Oh, okay. I was handed a sheet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and one of the tweets, not Steelers, was Mike Pence is a little bitch boy, hashtag Colts. So had to delete that one, even though it's an all time great. Never forget. Never forget. Eddie, do you have a moron this week? Yeah. I, you I, traveled? I, I went home and my morning of the week is my neighbor across my backyard, two houses down, who called the cops on me and my family uh, for sitting outside listening to music at five o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Bright day, sunny day outside. Uh, my aunt and uncle are over. A family friend is over. My little cousins are over. And we were listening to like Bob Marley, you know, having a, some food outside. And she called the cops not once, but twice. And they said that there was... Uh, foul language and loud music and she was just concerned for the neighbors that have infants and senile uh, like uh, people there so I was like 
I, I mean, it was like the cops didn't care. They were totally fine. They were laughing it off. They're like, yeah, they just check what it was. Join. Yeah, they wanted to come in the backyard and hang out. And then she, they called back a second time an hour, 40 minutes later. And they said that um, they didn't even respond to the call. They didn't drive by. So they said what's going to happen is if she keeps calling, they're just going to keep ignoring it because she's just being a nuisance because there's legally nothing they could do at 5 o'clock. And again, like our music wasn't loud. We had adults here. It was more adults than, than kids. So it was very bizarre. Uh, the only negative to my, my week home here in uh, Staten Island. Now is this a uh, longtime neighbor? Yeah, no, do you know this. No, bitch? My, we've oh, been we've okay. been here for my She's parents new. been here for forty years, um, and I, I took a walk around. There's like a real estate sign there, but they we think from other neighbors who are on our side, they think that she is renting, and they think we know who it is. Um, it's like a woman that walks her dog and she like pries into like our, yeah. my neighbor's houses here. So she's just like a newer nosy person. She's a busy just, body. Yeah. A busy body. Um, yeah. So it's, it was uh, unfortunate, but uh, the cops luckily on our side here. Well, wow. I think back to Megan's point about dog poop. If you're walking past this neighbor's house with a dog, the dog is allowed to poop on this particular neighbor's sidewalk. How about their yard? Because why do I have to suffer? Okay. The yard. Um, All right. I just I don't the like yard. this neighbor. And now I... This I want is, it on her yard. I want it even... I would go oh. one step further, put it in a bag, light it on fire, and throw it at her front door. <laughs> <laughs> Neighborhood drama is some of the oh, best drama. Because you're so like, hey, we, we all live here, you know? We're, we're not really going anywhere. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's so good. Well, Eddie, um, and the cops came, like, in the squad car and everything, came up to your door. Yeah, they don't have shit to do. They they came here. They yeah. My so I was inside the house like getting food or something, and all of a sudden I'm outside, and my cousins were like, "The cops are here." Went to the front of the house. My brother, my dad, and my mom were all dealing with them, and then my and uncle, my cousins, all that here. Like, this is crazy. What's going on? And I was like, I, I think they called. They have called in the past when my brother was just back here with his best friend, who also is a cop. So it's really working against their uh, advantage here. So I actually took a walk around the block to ring doorbells and just be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" And they didn't answer. No one answered. No one was home, um, which also is against her point of like, "Hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to be a neighborly hero and look out for others." But nobody was she's even not, home. It was not. 90 degrees out. Five o'clock. People were enjoying themselves outside. It was just such like that. That's a, a total uh, moron move. But um, luckily, like I said, nothing's going to come negatively of it. And the funniest part is, my brother doesn't live here. He lives in Hoboken. I live in LA. So it's like this never happens. Like this happens only because I was home for a week. So very bizarre. I hate that neighbor. You're the I troublemaker. Really You're the troublemaker. <laughs> no, Can you imagine just... picking up your phone at 5 no, I have an infant, calling, too. Knock the door first. Just ask us if it's that bad. Like, knock the door. Like, that's all you have to do. Do you think she called non-emergency or 911? I think she called 911. She called 311 first, then she called 911 second because they didn't, because they felt, she felt like. can't be trusted. She felt like the cops didn't do their job the first time around, so. Because I had to call 311 with the V for Vendetta mask. Um, and they didn't ever answer. So I was like, well, I guess it's V for Vendetta coming to get me, you know? And then I just let it go. I, I honestly feel like if you're calling 311, get out of here, spam risk. This is another fucking thing. Enough with the spam risk. Um, I, yeah. If 311 doesn't answer, you can't call 911. Because it didn't, your emergency didn't, your quote unquote emergency didn't get more emergency. You just didn't get an answer. So it's like, listen, if there's shit on the sidewalk, there's shit on the sidewalk. all right let's get to my favorite story of the week zach wilson football is almost back next week training camp starts off and i 
I love the beginning of training camp because it's we exciting. get all the speculation about who's going to be good and who's having a good camp. And then a month and a half later, we realized none of it, none of it mattered. Not no, even none one of it mattered. They but just, I do reporters love, show up and they got a report. Yep. I do love training camp. I'm so excited for the New York Jets this year because Zach Wilson, there is some drama. Um, for those who have not been following along, he and his girlfriend, longtime college girlfriend, uh, broke up and mm-hmm. the girlfriend then started dating Zach Wilson's college roommate who now and plays best friend. for the Washington Commanders. And best friend. So they are no longer best friends because of this girl drama. And the girlfriend completely wiped her social media of Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson completely wiped his social media of the girlfriend. About a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. photos emerged mm-hmm. of Zach Wilson and a new girl at the Yankees game. He loves mm-hmm. the blonde, another blonde girl. Um, not surprising because he is a Mormon. And um, a comment surfaced on social media from the ex-girlfriend saying that Zach Wilson slept with his mother's friend. Mother's best friend. We don't know who the best friend is. Megan and I have been trying to figure it out. Scouring. We we looked. Megan, Eddie, my husband. We were looking at a photo of Zach Wilson's mom and all of her gal pals at a Kesha yep. concert, I believe. Um, Zach Wilson's mom got big old hooters. Um, and I don't know if they're real or not. I'm guessing real because they're sitting high. and she's. I don't like- think anything about her face is real. Okay. I have this article up right now. It says, who is Lisa Wilson? Five things <gasps> oh that God. you need to I know. I have it too. I have it pulled up too. Okay. And I don't think one thing on her face is real. Can I read you my favorite little blurb from this article? Please, please read it. Married to her husband, Mike, since 1997, Lisa has her own social media following and has been working on different facets of her health brand, Live Life Legit. A member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the 49-year-old has six children, according to reports. Lisa, you wild Mormon big titty bitch. My favorite part about all of the five things you need to know, it is the most basic things that you can imagine. Because it's from her. She's a fitness fanatic who's experimenting with makeup. What? She's religious, we know. She loves to cook, and then there's a video of her rolling an egg taco, and it doesn't look like that roll is going to work very well. She's building a brand. You know what, Lisa? Live life Aren't legit. We all? Live life legit. And her family is everything. Um, so Zach Wilson has actually had some issues with his mom, and he has requested that his mom gets off social media because oh. he doesn't he doesn't really like that she's on there. He said, Mom, will you please get off social media? And Lisa was like... No, Zach, I will not get off social media. Um, and, and then because I, I really love, I love what I'm doing on there. And Zach's like, legit. no, mom, can you, can you please, please, please get off? I really hate the way these people are talking about you, which is a lie. Zach is like, mom, can you please just shut the fuck up yeah. and delete your account or also, make your account he, private? He's on the Jets. So it's not, it's, it's not the same as like Brittany Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes and the Chiefs because it's like the Chiefs are good. The Jets are like, notoriously terrible. Um, well, and we don't know if Zach Wilson is good yet. No. So I think his mom should wait and then she can build this grand. But anyways, like, he's... Okay, yeah, sorry. 
he, he's asked her to get off social media. And I watched this whole video of her saying why she wouldn't get off social media because she was like, if I can help one person, if I you, can inspire Lisa. one person to get back into fitness, if I can inspire one person in their love life, if I can inspire one person with their makeup, then it's all worth it. That's what she said. If I can inspire one person to put mascara on the bottom lashes, then, and it's also like the, the final thing in the uh, five things, it's like family is everything. It's like your family is asking you to get off social media. So I guess they're not everything. When is family not everything? What if I sat here and was like, my son, my husband, not everything. You know what it is? This podcast. Like, yeah, of course. Family is everything. You have six kids and you're a fucking Mormon. We know. So anyways, she is, legit. <laughs> she's living life legit. And apparently Zach is sleeping with one of her friends. Do you think this happened when he was like, God damn it. My mom is so annoying. And the best friend was like, yeah, yeah I know. And they Let's were venting about her and then they ended drunk. up getting drunk yeah. and slept together. What are the Mormon rules? They're very wishy-washy. You know, I watched the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. There's a Mormon woman on there who has a liquor brand and it's like, I, I did not know that that was allowed. Um, and here we are, you know, sleeping with friends, having big old um, big old silicone hooters. Um, and it's just, I guess Mormons do love um, plastic surgery because part of part of Mormonism is like looking at your bed. Like it's the strangest, creepiest religion. Um, murder, murder by the Mormons, great. Um, is it true that they soak? Like, is that really a thing? They soak? Oh, they, they put it in and take it out. They put it, they don't like pen, they penetrate, but they just let the penis sit there. I think, I don't know. I do, I, I do remember hearing about religious girls when I was growing up in Indiana who would have anal and be like, I'm a virgin. (laughs) And you're like, that's between you and God. That is between you and your God. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Well, I know that there's been a lot of denial from Zach Wilson's camp, from Zach Wilson's mom's <laughs> camp, that this didn't happen. I I think it did. Yeah. Where and I'm going smoke, to continue to believe that it did. There's fucking your mom's best friend. Um, because the girlfriend would, you know, I just, I, it's, it feels really reality TV. It's like, I want the ex and the ex-best friend to have like their show Zach be on the show like I want everyone doing testimonials dragging each other yeah I I hope this doesn't fizzle when training camp happens I hope people ask him questions about this this is why people like you and me need media passes um yes Zach which friend um Leslie Katie Mariah (laughs) uh yeah because they all I think it may be multiple friends I'm just saying I'm just saying it could be. Um, and I also think that this ex-girlfriend, I like her because she knew what she was doing with this comment. She was giving us all the the entertainment that we needed for the weekend. Yeah. And she's not innocent, you know? Like, it's like, she may be the one, I mean, she's dating his best friend, which is like, I'm not here to judge whatever girl. But uh, it's not like he, I get, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess she feels like she was cheated on with a mom and- I'm pulling up Lisa's Instagram right now. Um, Live life legit. Live it legit. Yeah, she just, she posts all these videos where she looks really great. Oh, where's my cam? That, see, that doesn't look great to me. That's like. Well, she's got, I mean, for a mother of six? No, yeah. Or she has really pretty hair. 
She has really pretty hair. Oh, Jesus, this is playing out loud. Oh, I'm just watching her scramble her eggs in the morning. No. We Don't mind me over here. We know how to scramble eggs. <laughs> she um, did a bathroom remodel. I, I might, I'm going to start following Lisa. Her brand is go. a little all over following. the place. If I was um, helping to manage her, I would say, Lisa, let's touch down on one thing um, with Live Life Legit. Because uh, we can't do eggs, bathroom remodels, cosmetics, makeup, and fitness. You know, that's like, it's like a 14-year-old starting a brand. I, I hear that. I think now we relate this back <clears throat> to betting. And because Zach Wilson has... Had some action, and a lot of his teammates, teammates, not teammates, Jesus, that's the hangover speaking. A lot of his teammates have been supporting him. There's been a lot of tweets. That's my quarterback. He's good. Um, lots of pats on the back. So I think that we should all bet the over on the Jets win total. Oh, yeah, because you have to imagine the locker room is like, that's what's up, um, and is supporting him. Well, especially this little white blue-eyed boy who looks about 12 years old and then you find out that he's banging his mom's friend i think you earn instant respect in the locker room yeah you know i call him hitler youth quarterback um so that's what he looks like and that's also the kind of women he likes also in trivial nfl news a different hunk um retired player eric decker's retired um yes his four-year-old son was playing with his phone, not the four-year-old's phone, his dad's phone, and took a selfie of himself. Kids kids can work phones in a way that is, like, awe-inspiring and terrifying, and did not realize that his dad was in the background, nude, in the shower, and then the four-year-old also posted the video, or the picture. So you see... So I think this is fake. Wow. Okay. I don't have much experience with kids and phones, but him taking the picture to me, I'm like, okay, I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. Now, this four-year-old posting the picture, that means he had to go on a separate app and, you know, select it, hit multiple <clears throat> buttons, and then post the picture. Yeah. I think Jesse James Decker and Eric Decker, mm. they look beautiful together. I think yeah. there could be trouble in paradise. Oh, and if yeah. you ask me, Eric Decker is the hot one in the relationship. He mm -hmm. is, like, mm -hmm. number two to Jimmy Garoppolo, for me, at okay, least. Okay, okay, okay. Very attractive man. Suddenly, oops, oh, cute little kid. Oh, look at Dad back there. Yeah, I'm just we, thinking it was, it was posted on purpose. We know he's hot. You know, it's not, like, like it wasn't like, what? Eric Zecker's hot? Like, we know. Um, I will say that I know a two-and-a-half-year-old that got a hold of her dad's phone, um, and, tw and this is our good friend, and tweeted at CJ a King of the Hill gif. Um, and CJ texted the dad and was like, do we have some inside joke about King of the Hill? And he was like, no, Fiona did that. <laughs> so she was on Twitter tweeting gifs. Wow, that is yeah. not like a random, that is, like, how did she find King of the Hill? I have no idea. And she also tweeted like a Kofifi level, like beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. But the so like she was on Twitter tweeting nonsense. But the King of the Hill gif, like, and CJ liked it and responded to it and was like, I guess I forgot something we had. <laughs> so you have more experience with kids' phones and social media than I do because I have no experience with this. I just think this seems like a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Well, I was happy to see his butt. I do think you're correct that there may be. Um, trouble in paradise and I've heard and, that and, she's a nightmare 
and I was going to say of the two of them, he's the one that potentially may have brain damage. But now that you bring that up, maybe that's not even true. I just, I just heard that, um, you know, as, as wags are concerned, she's very, a very demanding wag. And what is she? She was a singer. She is a singer. Is a singer. My bad. Yeah. I've never heard her. I've never heard her music, but I'm sure it's Listen, if there's trouble in paradise, I hope they figure it out. I just, this, this is fishy to me. Yeah, he's hot. So Um, Okay. You think it's real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I do think it's kind of suspicious that, like, it was just his butt and not, like, full frontal. <laughs> like, it was, like, that's, like, it, like, the the way he looked in it is feels a little posed. But ki- I know that kids can do this. Four years old? Yeah. Four years old, this kid. Four years old, this kid could edit this podcast and upload it, I bet. Not to say Eddie isn't very talented. But it's, like, these kids, they're, they can do a lot. They can do a lot. Oh, Jesus, we're all fucked. <laughs> and he's a 0% <laughs> chance. I mean, I was being, I was kidding for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, in other NFL news, should we go with like the real news or should we stay with the, um, Let's do with the one, fun news? We'll, we'll do, I mean, I do think it is real news that Heinz Field is being renamed. Um, the, oh, Steelers, the jokes on Twitter, I just can't. They make me want to throw up. The like Steelers, this morning, that might be why I threw up. <laughs> the Steelers Stadium is changing from Heinz Field to Acrisure Stadium. And here's what's weird. And this happened when Staples got renamed, too. You're like, what? And it's like, it's a brand. It already is a brand. But it's so, it feels so, like, tied to it. So even though Heinz and Staples are brands, we got used to it. And we almost forgot that they were brands because they Mm -hmm. were stadiums so long and also Heinz it's ketchup you know so it doesn't feel evil in the way that like staples is staplers and now it's crypto it's like it's it's really it it really goes from like innocent to like this feels like ickier I hear that. I think the name thing to me it's a like it's a story everybody gets sad but then quickly people realize it doesn't matter much. But that is a good point about the brand thing. Yesterday I learned that Tupperware is is a brand. Not is a brand. It's not yeah. just a thing. I thought same it was all Kleenex. the same. Yes. Yeah. So if you name a stadium something that's like a Staples or a Kleenex or a Heinz or something, we've kind of forget that it's there's money attached to it. But yeah. hey, they're all gonna rechange their name a million times anyways, right? I know. Well, and I think there's rumors now that crypto like may not last because crypto itself has has fallen um and so then it's like yeah i can we like in the in the in the lane of ball sack sports can we vet these businesses a little better because now maybe not flash in the pan you know like think if we had a vine stadium it's like maybe well, vine's we, dead now yeah i know can we go with industries or businesses that feel like they're going to be the where the pacers play it's been renamed like five times because same the with the White Sox. The companies keep going bankrupt, um, and you're like, "Oh my god, can we get?" Oh, Wrigley Field—that is a brand, Wrigley Gum. Um, so yeah, it's it's funny when we get up in arms. Uh, they're naming it after a brand. It's like it was named after a brand. And they should. I mean, whatever. Pay the bills. I get it. Ben Roethlisberger says it doesn't sound right, but you know what, Ben? You don't play there anymore. Shut up, so. bitch. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Ugh. 
<laughs> I thought you were tired already. Jesus, leave us alone. Um, Baker Mayfield was traded <gasps> to Carolina. It's a competition for the starting quarterback position now in Carolina. But Baker Mayfield seems very confident. He said that he has week one marked on his calendar. Of course, because the Carolina Panthers are playing the Cleveland Browns week one, and the Browns are still going to be paying Baker Mayfield. So he's going to be double dipping being paid by the Carolina Panthers and being paid by the Browns, who he is trying to defeat. And I think we all know that it would be true Brownie Brown fashion to get beat by a man that they're playing. Absolutely. And we still patiently await here the Deshaun Watson ruling. We have no idea. They told us like three weeks ago they were going to give us a verdict. We got nothing. I think NFLPA um, like documents and statements were due at the beginning of this week. So hopefully there's a ruling coming soon. Because at at this point, you know I love Jacoby Bursett, who is Mm -hmm. now... um, there's going to be some amount of games. It's not going to be zero, like the Browns fan I saw posting. So Jacoby Brissett is going to be playing, and I'm mad at the Browns organization, disappointed in them. Obviously, Miles Garrett, my hero, Angel, still not upset that he hit someone with a helmet, and Jacoby Brissett I root for. But it's like you you have to give them a little bit of a of a runway to know what they're looking at. Um, I think they already know, and I think... We are going to be outraged. That's just my guess. I think it's going to be some, I don't think it's going to be a season. I think wow. he will play this year. Well, I think, listen, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But this seems like they've dragged it out long enough for people who are like, all right, just they want us, us to forget. Yep. Yeah. And there's so much bad going on. Um, I don't know how I'm going to root for Jacoby Bursette because I do want him to be successful. And I am happy for him that he has a starting job, even though it's because of this. But I, I wish him well. And I think he's a really great guy and does wonderful things in locker rooms. He was the Colts Walter Payton um, Man of the Year. So I, I wish him well. And then I wish the rest of them not well, if that makes sense. All right, quick couple more things around football, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, Gronk, he's retired officially again for the second time now, and he says that he is, quote-unquote, done with football. I, for one, believe him because being around Gronk the time that I was, I know that his back is all kinds of messed up, Mm -hmm. and I truly believe that he's just done and I feel like Tom Brady's been out of the news a little bit too much this summer we should be hearing from him now he hasn't annoyed me in a long time but the only person who could bring him out of retirement is Tom Brady I don't think it happens this time no and as we've said I mean and not that this is that different for Tom it's like Gronk has some projects so I think he is interested or at least like his team is interested in setting up a post-football life for him, and that seems to have already begun. So, yeah, I think he he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's got multiple rings. He won in two places. He's famous forever, probably, and I think he's done. I did learn that my brother-in-law went to high school with him. So, or they went wow. to the same. They went to the same high school years apart. But he said the whole family. I didn't. I didn't realize whole was, family. Yeah, they were all crazy. The whole family, great. Um, in Buffalo. Gronkowski is such a Buffalo name. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the grandfather was an Olympian, and then they had all these boys who would just beat the crap out of each other. I mean, it sounded like quite the household to grow up in. Oh, I believe it. Hashtag All right, let's take... Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk a little Derek Jeter and some Wimbledon. 
Okay, we are back. I know you watch Wimbledon. You're a tennis gal. I'm not very into tennis, but I did watch a little bit of Wimbledon, enough to see Nick Kyrgios just crack me up. He's unbelievable. He's always arguing with people, always challenging things. But the peak moment of Wimbledon for me was when he was yelling at the official about a fan Mm -hmm. that he claimed looked like she had 700 drinks Mm -hmm. and needed to be kicked out. Mm -hmm. Now you and I did some research on this fan. I don't think she looked like she had 700 drinks. She looks like a a classy, a classy lady here. She was doing her best impersonation of, um, um, the, the Brown with the polka dots. What's that movie? The pretty, not pretty Pretty woman. woman. Yeah. Yes. Pretty women. I knew it. Um, she had a pretty woman dress on. When she goes to the polo match. Yes. Um, she doesn't look to me like she had 700 drinks. Do you have, do you have any thoughts on, on Kyrgios here? He's a full blown psycho. Um, and like he, it's, sometimes it's fun. Like it really is. But he, it starts to, you, it's almost like maddening to watch him because he is yelling at the chair umpire constantly looking at his box, yelling at them, yelling at himself, gesturing to the ground. Like it's so constant in a way that like McEnroe used to have like bursts, you know, like it'd be like, Oh, I'll be normal for a little bit. And then I'll, and then I'll fly off the handle. Nick is like, if, if, it truly is nonstop. And you almost like juxtapose that with Djokovic, obviously like Muhammad Ali of the tennis world. And you're like, what? This is, he is cool, calm, and collected. He exerts so much energy with his antics that it's like, I don't think that he could go five sets if he needed to in a big match like that. Um, the girl, the woman who was removed, Anya Palouse, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Anya. I hope that you're listening to our show. She reportedly so. said that she only consumed a Pims and a glass of rosé. She was eventually removed from the court after Curios complained, and she was allowed back in 15 minutes later. Oh. <laughs> so they based, so, so she went to the bathroom? They were just like, listen, we can't get this guy to shut up. Can you please just go? We'll let you back in. Um, oh my God, that's so funny that I go did away not... here for a minute and then, and then come right back in. Um, <laughs> she clearly didn't wow. have 700 drinks, but for some reason, Curios had a problem with this woman and she did apologize and said that she only had good intentions. So when you got a guy like Curios who's calling on the crowd, how bad do you want it? And then you have someone cheering and then you ask for the person to be removed. You got some of your own problems, but Wimbledon as a whole, you and I were texting about this. The fashion at Wimbledon is mm. very, very elite. And we were talking about Wimbledon tennis wives you had a nice tweet that um, you don't think that's going to happen for you, and somebody was very mean to you on Twitter. Yeah, and was like, not happening, babe. It's like, that's what I just said. I just said that it's not happening for me. I'm 36 years old. You think I'm going to start dating a 21-year-old famous tennis player? <laughs> like, what? I think, you would look, I think you would look great at Wimbledon. I, I've been told before that I have a rich-looking face. Um despite being from Indiana. And I think that I could put on a hat. I think we'd get you a hat. I have, I have hopes and dreams that you and I would both fit in there. Look at me. I've got a, um, a flea market sweatshirt over my shoulders right now. You do look very, very, um, I don't know if suave is the right word. I don't know if that is chic. There we go. She, that's how you describe my haircut. 
Um, it is chic. Yeah. Oh, you're so nice. I, so I don't think I would fit in very well at Wimbledon. I think, I think the fashion is too classy for me. Yeah. I just well, think that I would be better suited in leather pants like um, Kelly Stafford. Well, I think you can pull off both. Um, it is worth noting, I, I did not realize this until I started tweeting about um, Nick Kyrgios, that domestic violence uh, accusations came out right as Wimbledon was starting uh, from a former partner of his, um, re- re- romantic partner, not like doubles partner. And he has an ex who is on the tour. And after one of her matches, that was the very first question she got. And so she was upset to be like, I am also a female athlete. And the first thing I'm asked about is a former relationship of mine. Um, so things to... I, with seeing Nick behavior you, and trusting women, it's like, I gotta kind of believe this is, uh, this is real. Um, so it's in the Australian courts right now. So the men's final, not, not a great matchup of humans. And especially when you think about the Federers, the Nadals, you know, there's like really good, um, really good guys out there. And, uh, yeah, I don't even, I, I watched a little bit of the women's. It's just, um, it's just not capturing me the way I would want it to. If there was like a Serena, a Naomi, um, a Coco Goff, a Sloan, you know, I love our American gals. I'm with you. I still don't know how to keep score in tennis. So I'm going to practice that to prepare for next Wimbledon or for when we go to Wimbledon. Either way. We have to wait in the queue. It's just the line. Oh, okay. My um, parents you, went. You got a nose. They did? Yeah, my parents went, and it's my dream. Oh, my God. And then I sat on a plane next to a woman who was, like, a million years old. Um, and I say that with true respect. And she was from Wimbledon. It's a town called mm-hmm. Wimbledon. And she had never been. And I was like, girl, we got to get you there. She'd been alive 90 years. Never been. She doesn't have much time left. We got to get her no, there now. So we got to find her. You, me, her. That's a movie. Old Hogs. Go to Wimbledon. Wild hogs? <laughs> Something. Maybe it's not old hogs. <laughs> Speaking of old hogs, Derek Jeter. Because <laughs> that hog has been around. Hell yeah, he has. And we're about to get an eight-part documentary about Derek Jeter. It debuts on July 18th, and it looks juicy. An article came out that Derek Jeter admitted that A-Rod wasn't a real friend. I love the A-Rod drama. Now, a friend of mine actually recently did play-by-play for ESPN, called the game next to A-Rod, and he Mm -hmm. told me, those of us in the inner circle call him Alex. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're broadcasting with Alex now. But I do love me some A-Rod drama, and I also am very excited for this documentary because... As much as Derek Jeter was in the spotlight, I feel like I know next to nothing about him. That's and and there's like a quote in the uh, that in the previews. What am I saying? Am I hungover? That are like he was fame. He was like famous in plain sight. You know, like he was 
out and about. And I think, obviously, people not having smartphones and cameras with them everywhere probably really helped him. That They say, like, his career would have went over fast. But um, the gift baskets we've heard of, you know, where as the last dance really focused on the court, I do think this is going to dive into personal life and sort of the the mystery. Like, he really kind of is our own living Dos Equis man, uh, where he was a famous Yankee, probably the most famous since Babe Ruth, yes. and had famous hot girlfriends constantly. So it's like Leonardo DiCaprio merged with Babe Ruth. Well, not only that, but being to be playing baseball at the time he was, when baseball was still... At its when peak. I mean, obviously, baseball has fallen quite a bit since then. Megan and I still care. I know a lot of gamblers out there still care about baseball. But let's be real. Not many care as much about baseball as they did when Derek Jeter was playing, when the Yankees were in the middle of their dynasty. I mean, right now they're unstoppable. But mm-hmm. back back then, they were in the middle of the dynasty with this player, Derek Jeter, at everything centered around him. I'm, I'm excited to see this whole thing. And I think we should do a review on our show. What do you think? Uh, I think we will, because I'm going to be watching it. The Last Dance was so fun and was such, like, appointment viewing in a time when we really don't have that anymore. So kudos to ESPN for being like, who else should we do? And I do think I, eight episodes is a little much, though. I think we could have done, like, four or five. Okay. I, <laughs> I think it's eight because he had sex with that many people. Just eight people? No. No. <laughs> They're like, we were going to do four, but he's had sex with one million women. And maybe some men. Who knows? Um, Maybe we're going to get into it. I have another documentary that I watched, and also A-Rod adjacent, is the J-Lo Halftime documentary. It's called Halftime. So it is all about, like, the lead-up to her Super Bowl halftime show. You see what an incredible prefer. performer what an incredible performer hard worker just absolute badass seems really kind um quite lovely i mean obviously it was a self-produced documentary so it's like <laughs> what's what she gonna do leave in the stuff and i also now want justice for her not getting an oscars nomination for hustlers like they they sort of touch on that in it too not sort of they it's a big part of it and it is fucked up it's truly messed up and bullshit. I'll go so far as to say racist and not okay. And they should give her the Oscar that they took away from Will Smith. Did they take his away? No, they let him keep it, which I think they should have. Um, but, but isn't he sh- banned from the Oscars now? Whatever. Listen, give her an Oscar for Hustlers. I mean, the work she does in it, it's, in- it's truly incredible. Um, I was crying watching the documentary she's she's just she's magnificent and we're lucky to live at the same time as her so I feel very special because that Super Bowl that we both attended the one in Minnesota Uh, the one uh, where the Eagles beat the Patriots yes whether your team wins whether your team wins or loses they plan the after party as if they win so Mm -hmm. the Patriots lost and their after party still continues on I actually prefer when they lose because 
we didn't have work to do. We just pretend it didn't happen and yeah. go to the after party. And J Lo was the headliner. Yeah. And because <sighs> they lost, there was far less people at the after party because they said, "I don't want to go. It's yeah. sad. It's the Patriots really lost." So I felt like I had a private J Lo concert. And was it incredible? Unbelievable. And I was very close. Like, I'm looking down the end of my hallway right now, which is not very big in my house, and J-Lo was, like, closer to to me than the end of the hallway. She's amazing. Um, The documentary really gets into how unfair it was that they made two women, um, especially, like, you know, women of brown descent, um, split what they let Maroon 5 do mm-hmm. it's like we her needed backup all, dancers all? are also f- unbelievable yeah yeah just in incredible shape the choreography the costumes the fitness level the performance everything about it big 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 fan but the the rumor which is obviously true is that a-rod was in the documentary a lot because they were together at that time he's completely edited out you do not see him you do not hear him there is not a shadow with a booty gone girl gone from it so really funny (laughs) he was at he was at the after party for that that super bowl one wow Um, but yeah Oh, I love me some JLo. I was going to say something else before watch I went it. on that rant. You're going to love it. My, my hangover is really taking a toll. You got to watch Halftime. I think Eddie will like it too. I mean, she's so gorgeous. So Are hot. you still using her moisturizer? Oh, yeah, La Mer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she still uses it. She may have a better thing now. You know, she may... La Mer? Mm-hmm. La Mer? La Mer? La Mer. May have been years ago for her, but yeah, I mm-hmm. still use it on my face and then I'll use something cheaper on my neck. Um, but on the face, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably saving I recently me. starting to re- I started a retinol recently. I can't do that because I'm breastfeeding. Oh. But I can't wait. The first the first person I text when I'm done breastfeeding is going to be my Botox lady. Ooh, girl, I can't wait to see her. Boop boop, just a little on the forehead, you know. That's Oof, what you got to do. Can't wait. And the, and think- then right in between the eyebrows. I think we've covered it all. Um, we have the maybe a little home run derby preview of who's going to be here. Oh yeah, it's Pete Alonso in uh, Los Angeles. It's Pete Alonso. It's Juan Soto, Kyle Schwarber, Albert Pujols was announced for the home run derby as well. Um, I'm excited about the home run derby. I like it. We have we, we bought special hot dog buns with the, the sesame seeds on them and are saving them for the all-star game to grill some hot dogs with with those special buns. So I'm, I'm excited. I think that's very exciting. I'm happy that'll be in Los Angeles. It's going to be like 10 minutes from my house. There's banners everywhere. I think the city... Well, no. I was going to say I think the city's excited. That's a full-blown lie. Um, but the city is hosting it and the ESPYs are also a week from today. So, you know, sort of this like downtime of sports ends up being like, well, let's have all the parties and stuff. So I know that there will be gossip and news coming out. Um, I did text you guys on my flight. I did have to make a um, famous female athlete move out of my seat. Yeah. Um, tell us. Uh, Danica Patrick was in my seat. And I was going through a lot. I forgot the adapter for my breast pump. So, uh, you know, there were not tears shed, but there should have been. And then I got in and I was like, God, I'm all frazzled. And then I was like, is this my... And like, it was just... And so I... First class? Yeah. So I had to make Danica move. I don't know if the man who um, 
I ended up sitting next to, I think he may have known who it was. And that when I made her move, he was like, <sighs> I think he was annoyed <laughs> that like he didn't get to sit next to her and had to sit next to me who did ask to go pee twice. Listen, people, plain etiquette is very important. And I am so proud of you for calling out Danica Patrick to sit in her assigned seat. She didn't mean to, but then she well, moved. Then she, because then it was like, oh, if you're the window across the aisle, I'll just sit there. And she said her seat number, and I was like, no, I think that's the aisle, you know? So I was like, mm, I'll just, like, take my original seat. And so I think everyone was like, why didn't that girl just, me being the girl, why didn't that girl just sit by the window across the aisle? Um, and then, so she goes, sits in the window, and then a guy came, and he was in her, she was in his seat. So she was in the wrong seat twice. <laughs> Maybe she didn't have a first class ticket, but no, thought she no did. one's going to kick she me was out like, of here. Oh. But it was funny because like I was going to Indiana um, to host a rally for Planned Parenthood. And I was like, I wonder if Danica is. She was not there. She was not there. I don't know what she was doing there. <laughs> I'm sure some IndyCar situation. <laughs> I was going to say St. Elmo's and then I forgot Indy is a big, a big race car. Big race I, car had, um, I had the shrimp cocktail at the airport. Did really you clear good. out all your sinuses? Oh, I could. I only ate two of the three of them because I could not. I was like, um, you know, it was really hitting me. So, yep, Danica Patrick and I, who I did write for at the ESPYs, and I was like, this is not the moment to be like, Danica, remember me? <laughs> so I did not. I had sunglasses and a mask on. I was like, there's no way. But, yeah, it was fun. So, my little travel Oh, good. Story. I'm glad that you made your first trip. Um, flying is not fun. I don't have to do it this week, so I will spare you all any airline stories for one week, and then I can come back as my Karen self and let you know how the general public is behaving. Okay, keep us posted. Um, Megan, it was so great seeing you. Eddie, so great seeing you. I hope you have um, safe travel back from the East Coast and no more run-ins with the law. Yeah, and Eddie, keep it down over there, all right? And I hope the woman's like, I heard these two women's voices and they kept talking about how many people Derek Jeter had had sex with. So um, she called the police on him again. But that has been this week's Megan Fun of Sports. We will be back with more um, news about who's having sex with their mom's friends. And I'm sure some I'm sure some sports related things, too. Bye. Bye.